Today on Keeping It Freel, we're doing things a little differently because my guest today, Kiana Dean, she didn't get sober later in life. She was born addicted to drugs mm -hmm. because your mother was on meth and when she was pregnant and, with you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. what a story. Yeah. Just get right into that because uh, th you were born and what did the doctors do immediately? Well, with the help of the doctors and the nurses, I don't think I'll be here today because they really fought for me and they really wanted me to, you know, to get off the drugs like once I was like, like born. So I'm really, really grateful for them and for the hospital that I was at. And I'm just grateful for just like being here today and being alive. Okay, so yeah. what happened? I mean, did they know before you were born that you were going to have issues? Issues? I believe they did. I, I believe they knew that my mom was, was a drug addict because she did it with my older siblings, my three older siblings. So I think they knew from her history, like, you know, that she was a drug addict. So they knew that I was going to be born addicted. And I'm what sure. sort of physical problems did you have? Because of the drugs, I suffered from facial paralysis. So the right side of my face was paralyzed. And then I had a heart defect because of the drugs. I had to have surgery when I was 16 to fix the heart defect. So that was a lot, but I fought through it. Um, I was determined to fight through it. And yeah, it was it was a lot that I had to go through. And were yeah. you given up for adoption? Adoption, or yeah. Or put in foster care? Yeah, I was put in foster care the day after I was born, and then I was adopted eventually. And yeah. you said that babies that have drug issues aren't as likely to be adopted? Yeah, babies that have drug issues aren't likely to be adopted because they're, you know, they're, they're stigmatized, right. you know, because no one wants to adopt a baby, you know, who is born addicted because they know all the, you know, like all the issues that they're going to have, like, you know, like once they're older. So no one wants to, wanted to like adopt a baby well, who, who had all those who, issues. Who adopted you? Oh, my beautiful mother, Robin Dean. She adopted me when I was three years old. And she really believed in me. And she, when she first saw me, she really, she knew that I was gonna be successful. And she she knew that, um, that I was gonna live a life of not, you know, living how my parents lived. And she just connected to me. So I'm really, really grateful She's for her. She's angel. Yeah, I'm yeah. really grateful for her for how she raised me. Yeah. Well, so at what point did they tell you about your real mom and, and what mm -hmm. had happened? I believe when I was little, I believe my, my mother told me what my mom did when, when she was pregnant with me and how I was born. And I always questioned it. I was like, like why did she do that? You know, like what led her mm -hmm. to make that decision? But you know, like, I never judged her. I never, um, what, I never judged anything that she did. But I still have compassion for her, and I still like love her in my heart. Have you ever met her? I, I know the last time I saw my parents, I was two, and I don't remember that. But um, eventually, in the future, maybe we'll see. Okay. Yeah. And then you also have brothers and sisters, older brothers biological and ones. Yeah, did I have you older than little. I've. I've never, I've never met, like, like 
all of them. I've known my older sisters. Um, I did meet them probably like once or twice. I would see them when I was little, but you know, we got separated in the system, so it didn't really like work out, you know, to see them as often. So then did you grow up always going to doctors and having physical issues? Going, yeah, I believe um, I did have like a lot of physical issues. Um, I had like a hernia when I was a baby. Um, but I was never really like, like going to doctors a lot when I was little, like growing up. It was just like a lot of um, surgeries that I had, like my facial cranial surgery when I was 11 and 12 and my um, heart surgery when I was 16. I'm so impressed that you aren't like putting yeah. blame, like that you've been able to kind of yeah. Um, power on and, and yeah. I want to talk about some of your advocacy work because that's how we had met years and years First ago time, yeah. I had yeah. you on KTLA um, yeah. at that point you were doing a billboard a billboard yeah for fathers for um, I just wanted to like fathers to you know just like being you know being their kids lives the and, yeah being the picture was, yeah. was your father your biological father mm -hmm. also um, on drugs as well. Yeah, yeah. They were both of my parents were described as street junkies on the social work on the social work papers. Okay. Yeah. And then you haven't you've never reconnected with him after the no. the two year point. No. Okay. No. So then, what has been your attitude towards drugs and alcohol growing up? I mean, did you did you ever use yourself, or did mm -hmm. you want to stay away from that? Are you more su susceptible to becoming addicted because of of how you were born? Well, my life is all about choices. So I chose not to go on, to go down that path. I chose not to go down the same path as my parents. I wanted, you know, I wanted a life for me to like not follow them, to not, you know, do the same thing that they have done. Um, I wanted to fight for, um, Fight, fight for drugs and fight for, you know, babies who can't speak for themselves, mm -hmm. babies who um, are going to be born the same way that I was going to be born to. Mm -hmm. So I want to fight for, you know, those um, issues. And I just want to, like, encourage other kids to just, like, believe in themselves and know that, that they can accomplish anything that they set their mind to. Right. Yeah. So then... Did you ever, you never have tried a sip of alcohol? No. No? No. Are you scared? Are you scared that if you did, you might have an addictive personality because of yeah. your situation? No. No, I never, um, I'm like, if I ever did, I know that I would never be addictive, um, like as my parents, because I knew that um, I didn't want to, to like have that life of mm -hmm. like my parents, but I can never um, judge anyone who who want who is right. you know, like in that same situation. Yeah. So part of your awareness is educating women to not obviously drink or do drugs, do drugs while they're pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. 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 I speak for babies who are born prenatally exposed. You know, because babies can't speak for themselves. They can't you know, speak on their own behalf. Mm -hmm. So I just want to fight for that. And hopefully my awareness would, you know, have, will help us kids suffer the way that I suffered. So what yeah. are you doing exactly? How do you go about doing your advocacy? Like, have you reached out 
to lawmakers or what what are you yeah. doing currently? Yeah, well, um, I've been speaking at like various like organizations and just telling my story and just like speaking to two moms who are, you know, like who are probably pregnant and then call Melissa and just like like let them know like my story. And then hopefully that, you know, they can um, recover from that and like give their child a better life in the future. Are you yeah. finding a lot of moms who can't get off drugs and are also pregnant? Is it a real problem? I believe it probably is a real problem because like once you're, you know, you've already had it, like it's like, you know, it's just like a, a, an addiction that you just like can't get off of. Mm -hmm. But um, hopefully I can inspire just like more moms in the future and then just fight for, you know, like for future children as well, future babies. Because I don't want like other babies to be, you know, suffer the way that I did. Right. Yeah, yeah. And do you do work with any foster care? Like what has your experience been in seeing babies that are born addicted to drugs? I was actually, I was actually selected in 2018 by the National Foster Youth Institute to um, go to go to DC and fight for foster care reform. And I was able to give my statement on babies who are born prenatally exposed and how and how I want to fight for that. I was able to give it to give my statement to Congress. Mm -hmm. So hopefully um, what did you think was, that, that yeah. should be done? Like just programs like a, a rehab program for moms? Yeah, probably just a rehab program for moms. Um, maybe I guess just like, you know, maybe they can just like speak to like other people. Um, you know, who are in the same situation and you know, they can help, you know, help each other out to not, you know, not um, take drugs like while pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I just want to raise awareness. I just want to go out and just like fight for other babies and you know, like fight for um, other kids and who, who were, who are already experiencing the same thing I've experienced. Do you know like how long it takes a baby that's born addicted to get healthy again? To get like, healthy. What, what's the process? To, to like recover from the drugs? Right. Like, while I mean, born? and sometimes like, as you mentioned, you had your surgery, like there's problems for a long time, but does yeah. it eventually get out of their system? Yeah, it definitely eventually gets out of their system. I don't know the exact you know, time, time frame. frame it gets out of their system, but it's definitely out of the system by, you know, eventually, yeah. But what was the surgery that you had yeah. at 16 as a result of being born that way? Yeah, I had a, um, I was born with a polyneurotic artery stenosis because of the drugs. And when I was 16, um, they had to fix my heart defect because, you know, because if they didn't fix it in the future, they didn't, you know, they just didn't want like any risks happening to me, like anything happening to me in the future. So they had to um, fix my um, my artery, like in my heart defect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your yeah. your recovery has been different. Yeah. Like how, how you you emailed me about that, and I thought yeah. it was interesting. So what what do you mean by that? By when you by, said my recovery is different. Oh yeah, my recovery is probably definitely different because even you know even though like I still had to recover from the addictions that I was born to, I still had to fight. I had to fight to stay alive. I had to fight 
in school. I had to fight to keep my grades up. So um, it's definitely a process of how I was born. I had to fight off all the the defects that I was um, that I was born with. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, I guess like a lot different than other people have to go through. Yeah, I would imagine. Were you were you bullied? Do people oh, people yeah, mean to you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I that was a lot. It was really crazy. Yeah, because like you know, like every child gets bullied. Like every right. child gets bullied for like the simplest little thing, you know. But I was bullied on a lot of like my features, like my smile, and like you know, like. People always ask, like, like, why do you smile like that? And it's like, because then, like, my my smile wasn't corrected yet. So they thought that I would, would smile weird. Mm-hmm. And they thought that I would, um, you know, like, look weird because of the, the defects of the, of the drugs. So I was definitely bullied for a lot. I was bullied because, you know, like, like the way I was born. So, yeah, it was definitely really hard. But I still fought to um, to be the bigger person. How, how did you deal with that? Yeah. I mean, how how were you not like I was set up bad in life? Like I was given a bum deal when I was born. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever think that? You must have. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely questioning like all my life when I was little. Like like why did this have to happen to me? Like why was I like born this way? But um, I guess I was born this way to fight for other kids and you know to encourage other um, other kids who are who are born this way. But um, I wouldn't say I'm like you know grateful for the way I was born. I would just say that I'm just happy because I'm able to fight for for the future generation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely made the best. Yeah. Of the situation, for sure. Was your mom helpful in getting you therapy? Because I'm, I'm guessing you had to deal with, like, trauma and, and just being, I mean, the abandonment yeah. issues. Yeah. Like, I definitely, um, like, suffered through that way. But I was never, like, really in therapy, really. I was never in therapy. The social workers will always say that I would have to go to therapy and all of these different things and depression and all that, but I never went through therapy. I never, um, you know, like had like, you know, like any of like those, um, those tests or anything, but just like, I was like raised to, to know that I am strong and I am determined. So, yeah. It's so yeah. great that you, do you know why your mom like wanted to adopt you? Did she, was she not able to have kids herself? I mean, she's so altruistic too for yeah. for taking taking you on and being such a great mom. Yeah, she. I I knew she did tell me that she wanted to adopt, um, but she never wanted to have kids. But she wanted to adopt. Okay. So when she saw me, she just really connected to me and believed for me, and just wanted to raise me as a any normal child. Yeah. And does she jump in on the advocacy with you? Because I think I would think that she'd be great to team up with to talk about the oh, yeah. issue. Yeah, okay, definitely. This can be a rewarding experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. She definitely, um, you know, stands by me and gives me any advice that I need. But I'm really the one that's doing, you know, like, 
all of the advocacy work. Yeah. And is part of that educating um, younger women, like before they have kids, mm-hmm. about why they obviously shouldn't do drugs and drink when they're pregnant? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, just like encouraging them to to not, you know, take drugs while pregnant or, um, and just, I guess it's just like really hard to, you know, to, you know, tell people like how to like, you know, like get off the drugs and everything, mm-hmm. how to recover. So, but I just hope that future, the future moms would just, you know, they would just know. Right you know, the symptoms of it. What do you think about the addiction crisis in our country? Because yeah, it's there's def- so, I mean, there's 48 million Americans who are addicted to substances and like 130 yeah. people die each day from opioids. Oh yeah, it's like, it's definitely just like so like, like scattered around the world. And it's just, it's just like eye-opening to me, like how like, like how addiction is just like taking over so many people's lives mm-hmm. and how it's just like, you know, like, like addiction is just like, it's just like, like their life and it's just like what they wanna do and everything. So it's definitely just like, you know, just like heartbreaking. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot that is going on through my generation that people are just, you know, just like putting into their bodies, mm-hmm. you know, just like vaping, opioids and, you know, like all this, all this kind of stuff. Like I never, I never judge anyone. I was gonna who say, is, yeah, you, who is, you don't, who does that? Don't judge. Yeah, I, no, I never judge. Do you want to have kids yourself one day? Oh yeah, definitely someday. Yeah, later on. Right, future. later. Yeah. On. How old are you now? I'm 22. I'll be 23 in April. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I have two kids, and, and yeah. I mean, thankfully, I was sober through my pregnancies, and and I can't say like if I was using and got pregnant I don't know if I would have been one of those people that like would allow myself to have wine or something now and then I hope I hope that I wouldn't but I I look at it now and think like how do pregnant women do that to their children to their children you you must think that more when you see a pregnant woman does that thought go through your head oh yeah definitely it's definitely like how do they like how can they do that to their own child and it's definitely when, when I see that, I just think of my mom, of how she did that to me, because she did it to my three older siblings. So she was just like so used to taking drugs while pregnant, so that's why she did it with me as well when she was pregnant with me. And she, she yeah. didn't care that her kids were taken away from her? Yeah, yeah, I guess she just didn't care. I guess she, I believe she knew like, like the defects that we were gonna be born with, but she still did it. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm super impressed that you've been able yeah. to get through. I, I, I think therapy is great. If, <laughs> yeah. Don't you, I, I mean, you're so young, but I feel like when you get older, you start to look back at your childhood and, and, and go through um, times where you were bullied or abandoned or something. I mean, I, I'm surprised, yeah. to be honest, that you haven't ever turned to any sort of substance to, to cope or to just not feel bad about that so so yeah i recommend therapy yeah <laughs> is that something you'd be open to down the road if, if yeah yeah i feel like yeah. therapy I can mean, you, really help yeah help others yeah you, i mean you seem like you have yeah. such a great head on your shoulders and and yeah. i wanted to hear your story because most of the time on this podcast i talk with people who have made the decision later on in life to start using <laughs> drugs and here yeah. you were 
you were born into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a story, and I just hope my story can encourage other kids, encourage other kids who have been through the same situation that I've been through, and to just, you know, I hope they just know that they can just, you know, do anything that they just put their mind to. Do you find any yeah. comfort in knowing that at least you had a stable childhood? Like, are you glad you were taken away from your real mom? Because you didn't have mm-hmm. to, like, live with her while she was using and everything? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think if I... I think if the social workers never picked me up from the hospital and then I was never placed into a foster home, like a loving foster home that I was placed into, I really don't know where I would be right now. I think I would probably be on the same path like my how my mom was at this age. So I'm very glad that I was taken and placed in a loving home, placed around you know, like loving people. So if I had to live with my birth mom, it wouldn't be a really crazy, crazy thing. It's just, I'm just really glad that I'm just alive and I'm well and I'm really glad to be here today, so. I'm glad yeah. you're here too. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you being vulnerable and talking about this subject because yeah. I don't Thank think you. it's a, it's an angle of addiction that really isn't out there. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people are talking about it. So I'm so grateful yeah. that you are okay and that you're using your, you know, horrible circumstances to help other people. So yeah. Thank you, Kiana Dean, for keeping it real with me. How can people find you if they want to help out your cause? You can follow me on Kiana's Closet on Instagram. That's your hashtag? Yeah. Or your handle? Yeah, Kiana's Kiana's Closet for kids, I believe, yeah. All right, well, we'll be looking out for all of your advocacy. Thank you for helping others. Thank you so much. Thanks for keeping it real, and see you next time.